What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Compile Swift podcast. I'm your host, Peter Widham. You can find myself and this podcast at compileswift.com. A little bit of an interesting discussion here in this episode. I'm going to share something that I discovered that was kind of biting me on the butt and uh, turned out to be kind of one of those where you look at it and you go, oh, yeah, that, that makes sense now. And I did a little blog post on this. I'll put a link in the show notes. But it's around using a Z stack and an image as a background. And then you have input fields. And so you tap on one of those and the keyboard comes up. And the keyboard, of course, pushes the view up. Everything you'd want it to do, except that it's pushing the fields up behind the navigation bar. And this causes problems, of course, because not only can the user not really fill them in, it looks pretty ugly, but also the problem is that you cannot tap on another field if it's behind the navigation bar to change the focus. Now, it turns out that this is one of those things where it's probably doing the right thing, but it is a funny little quirk. So I wanted to share this with you. Now, first of all, why am I using a Z-Stack? Well, Originally, when I designed this code, I had an image as the background for the view that, you know, stretched out beyond the safe areas so that I had a nice image covering the whole background of the app and, and in fact, the device, an iPhone in this case, which was all great. And everything looked nice. Everything worked exactly as I would planned it to. And I had my form in the front with some fields and everything was great. And then I put it on a device, tapped on the on-screen keyboard, and boom, everything got pushed up, and I'm wondering what's going on. Now, of course, there are modifiers for this, things like telling it to ignore you know, the keyboard when it's calculating the view and things like that, but it just wasn't working right, and I was kind of puzzled. I spent, I don't know, maybe a few hours working on this, struggling to understand what, what's going on here, right? Did all the usual things, stripped out all my fancy code, went back to a basic view, created a test view, and all of these were doing it. And it made no sense because I checked the documentation for once. I know. Who thought to do that? And everything I had was right. The modifiers were correct. It was doing all the right things, but it still kept doing it. Well, uh, on just a whim, I thought to myself, let's remove this back, this image at the top of the Z stack, which is the background image. And as soon as I did that, everything started working correctly. You could tap on a field and the view would be pushed up by the keyboard, but it wouldn't be pushed up so far that it caused the input fields to go behind the navigation bar. And I was like, all right, that's interesting. So it didn't matter where I put this Z stack, uh, sorry, the, the image in this Z stack, this was the problem. So I was like, okay, well, I know there's a better way to do the image in the background, so I won't do it this way. So as soon as I took it off of the top of the Z stack, it fixes it, which I was like, hmm, that's interesting. I have not come across this before. So that's my little tip there for, for anybody is if you're having this problem, are you using a Z stack, right? And again, I've got a code example in the blog post. Look in the show notes. There's one there. And... Instead, I put the full background image for the app, uh, you know, as a background, right? So what I mean by that is, you know, I took the view and then um, there is a scroll view is kind of the main view for the, you know, the top level view. So on the scroll view, I just did a dot background, curly braces, and I put the, my image in there 
from my asset library along with the appropriate modifiers to tell it to stretch out and ignore the safe areas and everything else. It looks exactly the same, but it responds differently when the keyboard is present on the screen. Now, the other thing I did, by the way, just a little tip, is added the modifier to the scroll view to say, hey, upon the user immediately scrolling, dismiss the keyboard so that they visually get the clue in as to what's going on and how to navigate should they hit a problem, right? So that's a, another little tip. But this this situation was just peculiar to me because I was thinking, well, I've done this stuff before and I've, I've not had this problem. So I don't know why it causes it. Um, I have some theories and th my theory is, well, with the image at the top of the Z stack stretched out full view, what's happening is when the rendering engine, you know, uh, goes in and renders a view and then moves it up for the keyboard, it's calculating that whole view based on obviously the, the biggest factor here, which would be this background image. So it's moving up the entire view instead of just the contents of the view. But that's just a theory. I'd love to hear your thoughts on it if, if you know better, please. I'd, I'd love to be better educated on this to understand it. At least I have a solution. So that's my tip for you there. Now, um, the, the other interesting part to this, of course, is that I just didn't encounter this problem. And I actually shipped the app to, product, to production for the store, immediately found this problem. Don't know how I didn't notice it in testing. And that's that's the cautionary tale here. Out of all the testing I had done in the simulators and on my devices and everything else, and including some beta testers, no one had mentioned it and I had not noticed it. So it's just one of those weird things where it's like, how did that get through? But it happens. That's the lesson there. So I hope this has been helpful. Um, like I say, if you're using a Z stack with an image as a background and you pop up a keyboard, you may experience this. But hey, at least there's an easy workaround for it. Or I, I guess I would say not even a workaround, a better solution how to do it. There is an interesting side effect still, which is when the keyboard comes up, it still pushes the background view up. But because of the background that I'm using, it actually has made for a nice little unintended animation as the background image slides up. So it's kind of a, oh, that's my, my bonus payoff for this weirdness here is kind of getting this little almost animation looking thing for free just to make it slightly more interesting when you pop in the form. Anyway, just wanted to put this out as a short little, um, hey, has this happened to you kind of developer blog uh, episode, you know, uh, link in the show notes for the post. Like I say, I'd love to hear your thoughts on it or if you encounter this problem, try try my solution. Uh, that's it, folks. You know, and again, I do want to thank everybody. I've seen more reviews for the podcast coming in and ratings. And I, I just want to take a moment to say thank you to everybody. I know I say it a lot, but it's important. Thank you to every single person that listens. I am just blown away by the continued growth of the podcast. I had never anticipated this. I didn't think anyone would be that interested in what I had to say. Turns out some people are, quite a lot of people, in fact. So thank you to all of you. You are all in what make this worthwhile, and I love doing this for you all. Uh, that's it, folks. If you want to reach out to me, compile Swift anywhere on any of the networks. Like I say, there is a Facebook page as well, um, you know, facebook.com forward slash compile SW if you want to reach out to me there and have conversations. I try to keep that updated with content as well and discussion. That's it. Have a great one, and I will speak to you in the next episode. By the time I speak to you next time, we will literally be on the doorstep of WWDC 23. How exciting is that? It's just an awesome time of year for us, right? 
That's it. I hope you're getting ready for it. I will speak to you in the next episode.